Welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. In today's episode, we look at how enterprises are responding to the evolving threat landscape in Asia or Asia-Pacific. And with us today is Sanjay Aurora, Managing Director for Asia-Pacific at Darktrace. Sanjay, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you very much, Alan, and uh, great to be here. How are Asia-Pacific enterprises combating cyber threats today? Look at the landscape that has changed, right? I mean, what is a network today? And that's where organizations are combating cyber threats in a very different way, or they are forced to combat these in a very different way. Because what is the network? The definition of the network post-pandemic completely changed. Digitalization uh, is a one-way street. Organizations have to embrace digital. They have to embrace cloud. They have to embrace SaaS technology. Plus this whole remote workforce uh, or the dynamic workforce put extra extreme pressure on the legacy approach. I I think the realization that a rules and signature based legacy approach in the current setting is absolutely not adequate. It's outdated and is rapidly getting outdated. I'm seeing a rapid shift towards companies, big or small, adopting self-learning AI technologies to combat cyber threats, because frankly speaking, that's the only way to do it. So just to be clear, you are advocating autonomous technology as a way to combat cybercrime. But how does it work then? The way it works is, what is a legacy approach? Legacy approach tries to define, based on rules and signatures, what's good, what's bad, what can be allowed, what looks like, you know, a, a good activity. Whereas... That doesn't work because, as you can see, how the attackers can very easily deceive these controls that we have been put in. AI or cyber AI, the approach we have taken, we learn the pattern of life of an organization, of a network. Wherever your assets, wherever your digital estate expands, be it cloud, SaaS, email or network, and wherever your remote workforce is, there is eventually a pattern of life as to how that organization works, how devices work, how traffic works. And based on very clever AI and math algorithms, we understand self. So this self-learning and continuously self-learning ability or technology allows us to then detect those deviations and understand those early symptoms of larger threats. So on one hand, using self-learning technology, we are able to detect those very subtle, sophisticated, or even fast-moving and very brazen random somewhere type of attacks, which are not new and novel. And when I say new and novel, which means that there are no signatures or they have been cleverly been able to deceive your normal system that you have put in. But it doesn't stop here. Cyber AI then takes a step forward to be able to respond autonomously in seconds. That is where the cyber AI platform comes into play where if if cyber AI detects, uh, for example, a ransomware, and this we do almost on an everyday basis, we are Uh, We are taking action autonomously onto so many threat vectors that appear every day. Based on detecting that fast moving or that very clever piece of adversaries uh, approach, autonomous response is able to take surgical action onto that, which means that before the human teams can actually get time to respond, autonomous response uh, has already bought in time for the human security teams because the human security team just can't cope up. There is so much going on in the organization at, at such speeds that there is just no way that human response teams can actually be everywhere on the dot every time. So, you know, so machines 
are fighting machines and AI is able to detect and respond in real time. I would not stop here. Our approach has expanded even further. Now what we are talking about is almost a closed loop of cyber AI you know, approach, which is we detect, we respond in real time, we analyze. And by analysis, it means that AI will be used or is currently being used to analyze the threats and make decisions accordingly. I'll give you an example. Before the very sophisticated APT 41 was detected, two weeks before humans could investigate and put a label of that of APT 41, our cyber AI analyst, doctor, cyber AI analyst detected just based on abnormal behavior, based on what was going on was very unique. And our cyber AI analyst was able to conclude that this was a very sophisticated attack. So that's kind of where we are going. We, organizations have realized that they have to turn attention towards self-learning technology, which is easy, which can be dropped everywhere because the network is everywhere. The digital assets are everywhere. People, dynamic workforces everywhere. And it works on the same core principle, which is self-learning like our human body's immune system. Once you learn self, then based on anomalies, based on abnormal behavior, we are able to surgically respond to those threats, which other systems are just not capable of. Now, you just raised an important element of AI. It <clears throat> needs to learn from an existing environment. So if dark trace were to uh, be dropped into a, a new enterprises, how long will it take for the AI technology that you have to learn sufficiently about, say, an organization of 1,000 people across 10 countries in Asia Pacific? Very, very quick. We, we Again, uh, we take less than an hour to install. In some cases, we take minutes. For example, our product, which saves emails, it installs in minutes and we give value in days. We provide visibility and start taking action in days. Of course, because of its innate nature of self-learning, it doesn't stop learning, but it starts to giving you value very, very quickly. And then it continues to learn. And that's what we saw when pandemic forced the organizations to work in a completely different manner that they had never thought that would be possible. Our self-learning technology really helped those companies to be able to continue detecting and responding to threats because we understood the new pattern of life very, very quickly. Now, given that many enterprises uh, likely have, I mean, for, for decades, organizations have been marketed on the concept of defense in depth. And more recently, we've started to see people talk about, or analysts and experts talk about zero trust strategies and framework. Given that most enterprises will likely have a combination of defense in depth and zero trust, where does AI-powered defense solution sit in? How does it get inserted? So I think the big question mark is whatever approach you take, the big question mark, or I think the division is, would you still take a rules and signature based approach or a self-learning approach is needed? And I think the solar winds attack was probably the final piece, which, you know, which kind of put this debate to rest, if you may, right? So whatever approach you're taking, our, our viewpoint and very strong viewpoint is that it needs to be a self-learning, continuously learning technology, which can be dropped everywhere. When I say everywhere, where are the digital assets today and where are the blind spots? So let's start with the network. The network itself with the remote workforce is everywhere. Uh, people are connecting to the network from you know cafes, from home networks, from pretty much everywhere, which is very difficult to monitor what's going on. So it has to be a self-learning capability and self uh, and autonomous response capability that can be dropped wherever your 
expanded network is today. Where are your digital assets? Your digital assets are on your servers, your cloud, your SaaS applications, on PCs, on endpoints, on everywhere. So this AI again should be able to work wherever digital assets interact with human beings, right? Wherever they interact with human beings. And again, we have observed when we launched our email product that the same concept of understanding context, understanding behavior, when we drop that self-learning AI into the email uh, portfolio, we again saw significant positive reception from the customer base. In fact, our email product has been growing faster than, than anything else we saw just because email problem, the problems you know, in the email domain is huge, right? All we know that majority of the attackers are leveraging email to get in and email is still being protected with rules and signatures. And that's where when we dropped our self-learning AI and ability to respond capability onto email systems, people just found immediate value because we were able to understand emails from a context perspective, not from rules and signature, not from a bad domain versus good domain. We could see, hey, this email or this person doesn't send this kind of email at this kind of hour. This person doesn't receive such an email at this time. So sometimes when, when people are very cleverly able to impersonate, our system is able to find. So I'm, I'm kind of giving you a bigger picture here that why are organizations at a very senior level taking approach of the new chapter of cybersecurity equals cyber AI, and it equals applying cyber AI into all aspects of security. Let's segue a little bit, sorry, uh, in terms of regulated industries like banking and financial services. Given that most governments are very conservative, um, risk averse, if you like, with regards to introducing new technology into uh, an environment, uh, an existing, uh, say, banking uh, organization, how do you expect regulators to accept or endorse the, an AI uh, autonomous security solution that uh, seems like on its own it's able to go in, look at everybody? I mean, so you'll be looking at a couple of issues there, data privacy and uh, data protection from the perspective of a bank and uh, the regulatory environment that it sits in. Yeah, I think it's a very good question, Alan. So first of all, let me kind of validate the point that in, in our customer base, FSI is or, or finance, uh, you know, FSI sector is one of the largest customer base we have, right? As a percentage of our total number of customers that we have close to about 5,000 customers now. And a very large proportion of that would be coming from FSI because obviously they are extremely mature as well as they are vulnerable, right? Both, both sides. The way we work again is our autonomous response is very surgical. It's not that it's going to take action beyond the scope defined, you know, and there are many ways to make sure that autonomous response, our cyber AI platform, which covers the entire bank's digital estate and the way the autonomous response is configured is very surgical in nature. So we don't find a lot of, we don't see objections coming because, hey, if something was leaving the organization and if autonomous response could surgically stop it, that's the most welcome thing. Of course, you can fine tune it, you implement it according to your own policies and your, your own framework. And we are very happy to do that. The other thing I am seeing happen in this space is not just are we talking about cyber AI and autonomous response and cyber AI and, you know, and the capability to analyze and investigate. I'm seeing a shift in the way organizations are using 
integrations, right? Because our technology is so unique and it provides so much value that organizations are now very easily connecting or integrating our solution with the rest of the platform by which the overall value proposition is becoming stronger. Customers are telling us that they get more value with this very easy integration that Darktrace is providing because all the other systems are now giving a better value than before. So we are seeing a shift towards our platform being used everywhere in the digital estate and our platform being integrated with other parts of the solution so that they, the, the customers get more value. Given that IT budgets in 2021 are expected to decline on the backs of uh, lower revenue uh, in 2019, do you see an AI-powered defense solution as displacing certain cybersecurity solutions? If yes, which ones are most likely to be uh, discontinued or go out of service in in view of uh, an AI-powered defense solution coming in? Alan, this is a very good question, and I think you're right in the sense that the you know the pandemic has left certain industries in uh, you know in a bit of pain. But what we are seeing from and what we are hearing from our customers and prospects is they are they are definitely not thinking of reducing their cybersecurity thought process or budgets. Right? There is definitely this is a problem at government level, of country level, of board level, of genuinely a sea level problem now. But we definitely are seeing a shift towards are we going to do more of the same or is there an approach a radically different or a new approach towards it and i can see i won't be able to have a crystal ball as to which technologies will get replaced by what which ones but i definitely see of the cyber ai approach more inclination more preference by customers because frankly they the understanding about embracing new generation self-learning technologies is now very clear and you know whether you are saving yourselves from stealthy low and slow or very targeted attacks whether you are saving yourself from very sophisticated nation state type of activity or whether you are saving yourself from ransomware or whether you are saving yourself from inside employee threat the you know self-learning technology to be able to respond autonomously within seconds will become a key discussion point when they are looking at their 2021 budgets now, given that the escalating nature of cyber defense, okay, I used to always call it the, uh, the escalating warfare, no end in sight kind of warfare. What is a realistic strategy for CIOs and CISOs to adopt as a defense strategy that best reflects not only the nature of their business, but also accommodates emerging technologies such as this uh, autonomous defense solution that you are promoting? The realistic strategy is first, and I'm probably repeating myself, but I think it's not just asking the question, is doing more of the same going to help or do I need a different approach? And I think that answer is very clear now. They need a new approach. What is this new approach? This new approach will, of course, have all the best practices around zero thrust and everything that we mentioned, but will have to be flexible, agile. The way our networks have changed, it will have to take care of that kind of new norm, if you may. It will have to be self-learning. You know, It will have to be able to understand normal very quickly because digital transformation is a must-have. Whether it's a bank, whether it's a small organization, they will have to digitally transform, which means they will have to have a cyber a strategy of cyber defense, which will leverage new technologies, which will leverage self-learning capability, where this will actually become a closed loop cyber AI defense strategy, which means based on what the machine learns 
through its self-learning capability. It is detecting unknown threats, unknown dangers which are lurking. It is autonomously responding. It is investigating using AI. It is not just giving you reports and doing data analysis after the incident. It is actually real-time being able to investigate those threats and then trigger action. So what a site or what a human analyst would do, AI is not very comfortable uh, in doing that. And I believe it will also become very clear to us that AI will be starting to use it in predicting what's next. And that's where it will become a closed loop of cyber strategy where people will use this entire platform to save their organizations, big or small. The problem with emerging technologies is that there is almost always a lack of skills familiar with this new technology and probably even the new way of working around it to adopt to it. How do you see HR and CIOs and even CISOs addressing this skills shortage in the Asia-Pacific region? So what I'm saying is, what's the learning curve for me to pick up the technology, the, the messages it's throwing at me, the alerts, for example, so that I can make better use of this new technology and at the same time meet the cyber defense requirements that the organization as a whole is expecting of, of IT. You are absolutely right. Human beings will never be able to scale up to the kind of threats and the scale of threats. And that's why I'm repeating again, AI is a must in all aspects of securing your enterprise. And this AI that we launched has to be easy to deploy, flexible, has to be possible to insert this AI everywhere your people and your digital assets are. And of course, it should be very easy to use. How does Dark Trace support organizations in the region in their cyber resilience warfare using this AI technology? So the way we approach this is by reaching out to customers and offering them a trial. Wherever your organization is today, uh, whether in APAC, we offer you a trial. Please try for yourself. We will do a proof of value, which is completely commitment-free and cost-free, and it doesn't take a lot of your time. And you will see for yourself what our cyber AI platform can deliver to you. And every time we start a trial, we will find things which are new and novel in that network and customers really get a lot of advantage from them. Sanjay, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you very much, Alan. Appreciate talking to you. That was Sanjay Arora, Managing Director, Asia Pacific at Dark Trace on protecting your dynamic workforce with cyber AI. You are listening into Podcast for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our weekly free newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcast for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcast for Future CIO. Bye for now.